Alrighty. Ronnie, welcome mm-hmm. to Hard Conversations, my friend. Thank you for having the hard conversation with me. That's it. So Hard Conversations, starting this new podcast, goes along with our passion to help men understand the science, the strategies behind resolution, really get their heads around ED. That's yeah. what we do, right? Exactly. T- tell, why don't you tell our listeners what, what we're up to? Let's start there. So... The long story, I mean, a long story very short, is that both of us has the background and experience with ED with our patients, both like on purpose, but also while treating people and helping people, we've been actually, without knowing it, helping them with their ED problem. Mm-hmm. Um, and when we started to dig into this area, uh, especially since we have a background of actually having the experience with ED as well, we started to understand how big of a problem this is and also that ED is the, the canary in the coal mine, that it's actually a warning sign of actually there's other things going on like cardiovascular problems and stuff like that, that we could actually save a lot of lives, not only save marriages and save, exactly. save their sex life, we <clears throat> also save their lives basically. So that's where we're at. Yeah. Yeah, it's that piece I think that I think really unites I think both of us is it's the we come from healthcare backgrounds. Um, and you know, you've got a diverse background. Maybe it's good. Why don't we start by well, let's back up the bus a little. Why don't you tell us who you are? All right. So, my name is Ronnie Quist, uh, an exercise physiologist um, with a sports background, always been into track and field, uh, Olympic lifting and all kinds of sports personally. Um, and uh, the sport took me on a, on a uh, scholarship to the US where I could continue to do my sport professionally at the same time I could study. Right. Um, and that's basically how I ended up with for over 30 years working with my passion, which is health and improving, optimizing results, no matter if it's sports people or corporate people or health related stuff. It's like, how can we improve the results? How can we improve the lives? How can we improve quality of life? And, and, and always, with a, with a, in, in my mind, it's always been with a health-related uh, uh, corrections with, with whatever I've been doing. Right. And, and what about you? You, well, I was going to say your coaching background also gives you a lot of um, a lot of insight into performance mindset stuff. Yeah, My, I think that's also a really unique piece of what you do. You don't just have the physiology side, but you also have so much experience working on performance mindset issues. Exactly. And that's I think something that we really leverage of your experience in our program yeah. as well. And I would say I would actually say that I think the most important part of the coaching I learned when I was coaching kids. When you coach a 12-year-old, 13-year-old, 15-year-old, that level of, of communication actually is the best level of communication with, with whoever you coach. You're saying that most of the men we work with are about a 13-year-old level of uh, communication <laughs> and intelligence. No. <laughs> no. It's, it's, it may be true. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe so sometimes. Right. But uh, I have learned through experience that, that sometimes we make it too complicated the way we explain, the way we coach, the way we guide, we make it more difficult than it is. Right. And, and if, if we cut the crap and keep it simple and just like do the basic stuff, yeah. do the most important things and explain it like super clear, that's when we actually come through to the, to the end 
um, consumer uh, much better, and that's when we create the best results. Yeah, get more buy-in because they're there. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's, those are all really good points. And, and they're things that we've seen, obviously, working together with our clients. Um, me, I'm Dr. Luke Weingard. Um, I, my background is uh, similar and different. So I come from a healthcare background. I'm a, I'm a chiropractor with a sport focus. Um, and so, as you know, I've got 16 or 17 years in practice. Um, and, you know, as I say, with a sport chiropractic background, the majority of that time spent dealing with injuries, um, and dealing with active people, which sort of was my first exposure into the world of ED was, you know, I think that the relationships that I would develop in practice, I was for many people, you know, psychologist, primary healthcare doctor and friend. And uh, for a number of men, I mean, aside from their wives, the first person and only person they were talking to about the other challenges they were having with their health. And, yeah. So that opened the door into helping men with ED, uh, but really it wasn't until I had my own experiences with it that I became more deeply passionate about finding solutions that were lasting and, uh, and, and really we created this system that we're now using yeah. uh, was through those experiences. Um, and actually coming back, coming back and just like the reference with that is that when I was working with, with the corporations and and actually coaching uh, corporate leaders, um, that's when I was having guys that was like hot, super high performers, pushing their limits to everything they were doing because they were so result driven. Mm -hmm. um, and when I came into their environment and started to guide and coach them and help them and, 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 and improve their health, that's when they came back to me and also were like super happy because they told me I had solved their ED problem. Well, I didn't know they had an ED problem. Right. Because I, I took that holistic approach of, of improving all the levers of health. Uh, and when we did that, we got the results in other areas as well. Right. And that's how I f actually started to even have ED on the radar before it was not even on the radar. I haven't talked to anyone or heard anyone who had it. Right. Right. That's, that's it. And I think it, it speaks to the fact that, I mean, all of these systems, I mean, the human body is magnificent, as we know, and all the systems have so much interplay between them. And um, from physiology through psychology, you, you know, you've been able to see it as have I, the impact we can have with people. So exactly clear that we are passionate about it. Mm -hmm. um, do you have any personal experience with it? Yeah, uh, I really do, because uh, about, a, about a year, year and a half ago, I got um, hit by COVID really bad. I got double pneumonia, got like into the intensive care, and I was like in bed uh, in the hospital for two weeks. But Oof. before that, it was in bed at home for a full week. And then the after effects after I came home for the hospital, another two weeks. So during those five weeks of, of not actually leaving the bed, uh, I lost so much muscle mass. Um, I lost my appetite. Uh, I lost my, lost myself. Yeah. And then when I realized when they took out the catheter and, and, and I started to like get back uh, like to what I thought was normal health, that little man downstairs didn't work anymore. Um, due to the side effects of, I still don't know, could have been some of the medications, maybe, could have been because I was physically inactive for so many weeks. That's what I think is like the main cause. 
and then everything around it, like the circulation, the hormonal level, the psychology of it. So I think I got hit by all areas. Right. Um, so it was not only that I got hit by ED. I mean, there were so many other functions that I felt like I was like feeling like I was 90 years old. Right. Uh, I could not walk between the bed and the couch in the apartment without get, you know getting out of breath. Right. Uh, everything was super hard. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I experienced the the really the hard way. Right. Yeah. These are hard conversations. It's hard conversations. Yeah. I have never, before we started to talk about it, I have never mentioned that to anyone. Not that I'm ashamed, but if I felt like it's not that I heard anyone else talk about. Right. So I didn't talk about it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, it's your sphere of influence. and I mean, that's one of the reasons we're doing the podcast, right? Yeah. Is so that there's more resources for open communication for... Uh, anybody who's dealing with ED or, or the, you tell you what the family members of people dealing with ED as well right because exactly this is a problem that touches you know the whole family the, the person who's got at the issue and their partners and um, and as we know there's also often so much overlay in terms of mood and temperament yeah. and, you know all of the the emotional side so but you can hit by it as well yeah, no, my story's a little bit different that way it's I was I was uh, a young man when it happened to me um, you know, I'd been in university, played rugby, and coming out of that and into professional school, transitioned into distance running. I'm not really sure why it seemed very daunting. Uh, I signed up for a half marathon, and that seemed a ludicrous distance to run. And I did it, and then fell in love with the pursuit of that kind of endurance peak, um, sort of the, the adrenaline high that comes a little bit from from pushing yourself that way. I think it's the psychology of it that I liked. And unfortunately spent my later half of my 20s and all of my 30s basically just uh, just doing endurance running, not doing any other forms of training. Over that time, you know, as one does in one's life, stress built a little bit with, uh, you know, children and starting a clinic. And um, so I wasn't able to outrun my stress. I wasn't able to outrun my fork. And so... Um, mixed with poor dietary choices, managed to, you know, gain fat, lose muscle, all while doing this, you know, endurance training stuff. And what well, most people would think would be impossible to gain fat while you're doing endurance training, yeah, right? You'd think, right? And so I think for a number of, of endocrine reasons, uh, my metabolism was was sort of not operating the way I now understand I would like it to have operated. Uh, and yeah, through that process, man, I. I Ended up sort of in my mid-30s with uh, a little bit of a challenge with ED and um, paired that, the shock of that realization with, you know, some blood tests found out I had testosterone far lower than it should have been and um, that mixed with my body composition. I said, holy smokes, man, there's, there's got to be not only a solution to this problem for me, but, but certainly there's an interplay of a bunch of factors here and I think... That was something that gave me very direct insight to the way that, you know, our, our program or our approach to helping guys with this is to, to the way it works. So um, happy to say that that program, or, you know, our process has worked 100% for me. Yeah. So I'm, I'm proud to say that I don't have those issues currently. No. But, um, and the, fu the funny thing, just coming back to that, is that after my, my experience with my, my COVID and, and the pneumonia and, and all that, was that I, I was at my worst physical shape I have ever been in. Yeah. And now, basically I started my journey back in March 
2022. That was like the beginning of my journey back. So now we're talking about a year and two months later, and I'm actually stronger and more fit than when I was 30 and I'm 59. Yeah. So like one year and two months have gotten me like I've created a momentum with everything I'm doing that is like, it's like, even though I was not out of shape before it happened, but I was not like in perfect shape. Yeah. Uh, and now I'm getting towards where I have always wanted to be, but I've been too lazy or too comfortable. You know, I know it all kind of just cruising. I exercise, I eat okay, I have an okay lifestyle. Right. And they're kind of cruising on that okay level on all, all areas. And I think a lot of people are actually on that okay. But then as we go older, that okay level has a tendency to be below where it should be. Sure. So slowly we see like uh, warning signals for diabetes. Slowly we see warning signals for cardiovascular problems slowly we're starting to getting like joint problems slowly like getting out of energy and suddenly sleep is getting worse and it's like step by step by step we see that the all the levers of health are going south right but we don't understand why because I've, I do what I've always done right yeah the slow creep makes it hard to see it exactly right and that is that is one of the tricks I mean you know if you gain two kilograms a year yeah. Over 10 years, that's a big problem. But yeah. year to year, you might not see it. Exactly. And, and that's so, the same thing with the, with the muscle mass. You lose about one kilo a year. Yeah. Like, like you don't see it, but one kilo a year, yeah. that's 10 kilos in 10 years of muscle mass gone. Yeah, exactly. And guess where the production of testo is connected to? Yeah. For example, yeah, yeah. For example, right? Yeah. And, and there's there's just all the ways that that interplays in, and you know, I guess that's what we're doing here ultimately, yeah. right? Is um, we've alluded to the fact that we work together to help men overcome ED. We have our sort of potent three step system that we use, um, and we coach men online uh, yeah. in a twelve week program to get them out the other side of the challenge that they're facing. Yeah. But that's not exactly what we're talking about here. What we're here to do is have hard conversations so that we can help people, uh, our listeners, to understand uh, a number of the issues around ED, to take a very holistic view of that, and to provide them with not only what we think is the best evidence in that space, but also with our knowledge and experience, having worked with hundreds of men uh, between the two of us and and really try and make that into something that is tangible and succinct and hopefully not too irritating to listen to. Exactly. And we're going to be pretty blunt. We're going to be pretty straightforward. It's going to be straightforward conversations. Yeah. And this is like the first episode, which is like giving you a guys an idea of what we're going to talk about. And I would recommend not only men to listen to this. I would also recommend the wives or the girlfriends and the significant other to listen to these uh, episodes coming because we're gonna put it in all kind of context and all kinds of angles yeah. that is interested of whoever you are. You might not be the one who is hit by ED, but you might have a significant others uh, so that you can help and assist and, and actually help them you know, get, a, get out of that situation, right? Yeah, and we're gonna overcome our probably natural tendency to just nerd out on it. Yeah, we'll do some episodes that are about physiology for sure. I yeah. think, right? Um, I hope so. 
But, um, but we'll also make sure that there's practical tips involved with all of that. But then also cover the psychological side and the mindset piece and the relationship piece, communication. I mean, there's so many challenges that we help our clients work through that we know everybody who's got this problem is dealing with. Yeah. I guess that circles around to the way that we've, we've now, I guess, alluded to several times is that for us, ED is a problem that is three-pronged. It is a vascular health problem related to nitric oxide production and vasodilation. It is a hormonal or endocrine problem circling around testosterone primarily as it is important for so many of the male sexual characteristics, but also has an interplay and a tie into nitric oxide. And then third, and in some cases, most importantly, it's a psychological and mindset yeah. problem. And, and for our clients, we know that all three of those are involved every time. Yeah. In some varying percentages. It's exactly. It's just like a matter of like how much of each. We don't know. That's it. Yeah. And so we make sure that when we are discussing ED, it's from all three angles and with all three perspectives in place. And, and I think that's hopefully something that will um, ring true for our listeners, right? Yeah. I, th I hope they'll see that. And, and, and this is also what I believe is, is understanding that it's like we're not doing magical stuff. Like, like what I have ever, like every area that I have worked with when it comes to the health space is I would say nine out of 10 times it's back to basics. Yeah. Like it's like moving those, those most important things that is health related is gonna be the stuff that is gonna have the most impact on of solving a problem, a health problem. Yeah. It's just a matter of like knowing what to do, when to do and how to do and like we, which one of these levers should we attack first and which ones should we attack at the same time and, right. and things like that. But, no, but you've, you've referenced levers of health a few times. So yeah. just for clarity, um, our five levers of health that we manipulate, uh, not only when we're working with our men, but just the way we see uh, the strength or the ability to impact people's health. The five levers are what we eat, so nutrition, Exercise being the second one, so the way we're moving our body. Rest and recovery, because we know for so many of the body systems, the benefits come while we're resting and recovering from the efforts we've done. Then we've got psychology and mindset, as we've talked about, being extremely important. And the fifth piece being supplementation, that yeah. we can sort of add to upregulate what we're doing. Exactly. Yeah. And just to mention that last part, so what we did, instead of just getting... Try to, try to get supplement that works. What we did was digging into that area, which basically meant that we actually came out with our own brand. Yes. So we have the ingredients that we know is gonna have the biggest effect on, on sleep, on exercise, um, on the dietary part, uh, on the brain part, uh, on the digestion part, and how do we improve the, uh, the hormonal level how do we make sure that the cardiovascular system is working the best and how do we get the best balance up here? Exactly. And we included ingredients for all of those areas into our own supplements. Yeah, and that was a bit of a journey yeah. um, to get Vitality Fuel up and running, but um, we're there now, so that's yeah. exciting. Congratulations, Ronnie. Well, congratulations, Luke. <laughs> <laughs> um, lots of big things, new podcasts. New podcast, first episode. That's it, we're happy to have been here. Um, are we going to have guests? Yes. Um, I don't think we're going to have our our clients as guests, but we're <laughs> going to bring in different experts. Maybe we're going to have success stories if, if the guys are willing to 
to be public about it. Yeah, you got it. Uh, we will have uh, that opportunity for them as well. Uh, but then take in different experts, different people with different backgrounds, with a special, like a like a specialty in certain areas. Sure. Could be diet, could be psychology, it could be exercise or behavior or whatever. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to bring in experts too. Yeah, of course. Amazing. That'll be fun. It's going to be fun. Yeah. Good. Um, our listeners, where how can how can they connect with us? What should we do there? Well, I mean, we have a newsletter, we have a web page, uh, we have a Facebook uh, page. Okay. Um, do we link that in show notes for this? Yeah, Is that how we, this works? we're going to link it. We're going to link it. So wherever you're watching or listening to this, there's going to be show notes underneath there where you can uh, find a link to connect with us. Yeah. Fantastic. And they should subscribe. Of course. To know when we've got new episodes out. Always subscribe. Okay. Hit, the, hit the subscribe button, no matter if you listen to to the YouTube channel or on the podcast. Fantastic, Ronnie. Well, this was not that hard, a hard conversation. It was actually an easy conversation that was supposed to be hard. There you go. <laughs> I look Great. forward to the next one. Looking forward to the next one, man. All right. Super. Man.